Hi, and thank you for choosing to spend some of your time with me today. Welcome to Detour Insights, where together we'll embark on a journey towards self-discovery and growth. I'm your host, Angie Childers. Let's get going. Welcome to the first episode of Detour Insights. So I love reading books and I've been reading or listening to a lot of books lately. I especially love those of the inspirational variety. And I thought one thing that might be fun to start out each episode is to share a favorite quote or excerpt from a book I've read recently. So the one that I just finished technically listening to was The Alchemist. I don't know what took me so long to finally pick up that book. It's a great little book. Found it very inspiring. I recommend it. And the quote that I wanted to share from the book that I thought would be great for this first episode is, there is only one way to learn. It's through action. Everything you need to know, you have learned through your journey. So for today's episode, it's going to be more about an introduction as to who I am what my life path has been, and how it has led me to exactly where I am now. As for future episodes, I'll try to keep them around 20 minutes. This one might end up being a little longer. We'll see how it goes. But I do hope that you stick around for the story. It's a good one. So I am a certified life coach and now a podcaster. I named my life coaching business Enlightened Detour. I wanted to share a little bit today about my own detoured path of enlightenment and how it has led me, how it has led me to exactly this place. I chose to name the podcast Detour Insights because this is where I would like to share about the enlightenments, the insights, the wisdoms that I've gained along the way. I want to share with you the things that I've learned about myself, the things that I've learned about other people and the things that I've learned about life while navigating my own detours. So without starting in my childhood, that's going back a bit far and could take a while, I'm going to start around the time that I decided I wanted something more for myself. I was very blessed to be a stay-home mom for my three kids. My husband worked very hard provide for our family financially so that I was able to do that. And I would not go back and change that for anything. I was able to be there for the kids during their sporting events, their extracurricular activities, homework, all of the above. And I am so grateful for that time. However, I began to realize that I felt something was missing. At this point, I was a wife, a mom, a daughter, a sister, a friend, an aunt, a volunteer at the kids' school, a housekeeper, grocery shopper, appointment scheduler, and most of the time felt like an Uber driver. But all these things were describing who I was for someone else. And I started thinking, if I stripped away all those things, who was I? Who was I for myself? So just a little bitty bit of a backstory. 
I got pregnant my senior year in high school, so I very quickly became a mother, way before I had time to figure out who I was or who I even wanted to be. So around the time that my youngest was nearing the age to start kindergarten, I decided that was going to be the time all the kids would be in school full time during the day. I would go back to school myself. So once he got through kindergarten and started first grade, all the kids were in school every day, pretty much the same time together. It was time for me to figure out who I wanted to be when I grew up. Terrified in my 30s and planning to sit down in a classroom full of a bunch of kids in their early 20s. I had no idea what to expect. It had been so long since I sat in a classroom. And all of a sudden, my success at being an adult was about to be solely dependent on me. It was terrifying. I had no idea what I'd be good at. The one thing I had was I enjoyed taking pictures. It was a hobby of mine. And I had the opportunity to do a few portrait sessions and even a couple weddings for some friends. And when trying to figure out what I wanted to do, I had a lot of people telling me I should start a photography business. I was good at it. I should start making a living doing that. So I signed up for photography classes. It was about a month before classes were supposed to start. And it just didn't feel like what I was supposed to do. I just had this feeling in the pit of my stomach that I wasn't on the right path. The thought of turning my hobby, something that I loved, it helped to distress me, de-stress me, into something that was going to have deadlines, the pressures of being a job, well, that just didn't appeal to me. I wanted to keep my hobby as something that helped me to get away from the stress of a job, not turning in, turn it into a job. So about a month before classes started, switched to criminal justice. A little bit of a leap there. I'd always been interested in solving crimes and found the science behind crime scenes intriguing. I loved solving puzzles, and I always looked at solving crime with evidence from crime scenes as a big, giant puzzle. So I thought, this will be good. And I absolutely loved being in those classes and learning new things. I decided through that process I wanted to work in law enforcement, and I wanted to work as a crime scene investigator. So I started pursuing that path that would lead me to that destination. I completely immersed myself in that world. I had a great professor who also took on the role as a mentor of mine during that time period. He provided me with opportunities to assist him in teaching classes and even set me up to be able to teach a few classes on my own for some high school students and for some other groups. And I also had the opportunity to get involved with my local police department as a volunteer. I taught crime scene and fingerprints in their Citizens Police Academy, and I also assisted in creating a youth Citizens Police program. And I was having the time of my life. I became involved with a national organization that worked with Citizens Police Academies and other police departments across the country, and I even served on the board with them for three years. It was an amazing experience, and I was overwhelmed with gratitude for the opportunities that it afforded me. I couldn't wait to start my career in law enforcement. I completed my associates, went on to complete my bachelor's, 
and then it was time to get a job. I was a little further into my 30s at this point. Life was changing. Family dynamics were changing. And looking at having to do 12-hour rotating shifts as a police officer in order to work my way into eventually crime scene was starting to look like it was going to be a struggle. The family dynamics I had at the time were going to make that very difficult. And I was starting to feel uneasy about this path. I was talking to a police officer friend of mine and I asked him, is it crazy that I have spent the last six years getting my degree, volunteering with police departments and organizations, walking this path that was supposed to be taking me to working with law enforcement. And now that I'm here, I don't feel that it's the right thing to do. It's going to make my home life and personal life very difficult. And I felt uneasy about it. I felt like I'd come to a fork in the road. One leads to exactly what I've been working towards. And the other feels like a detour. Although I don't know where the detour will take me, I'm leaning in that direction. My friend reminded me that I had been working in law enforcement for six years. I just wasn't getting paid for it. He had a point. I had that experience. I had got to do some amazing, great things and work with some amazing people. And I had an amazing time and I learned a lot through that experience. I don't believe that any of the paths that I've walked were wasted. In the moment when it felt like I'd spent six years working towards the specific destination only to change directions, yes, I questioned whether it was wasted time. Regardless of feeling poor, pulled toward a change in direction, it almost felt like I had to continue on that same path because I had spent six years preparing for this specific goal. This was what I was supposed to be doing. And now all of a sudden, it just doesn't feel right. But after his time has, after some time has passed, and I've had time to reflect back on that time and what I took away from that experience, I realized none of it was ever wasted. I met some amazing people, created friendships that I still have today, and I learned many lessons that I still carry with me today. It was definitely a detour. And I had no idea what I was going to do at that point. I felt scared all over again. No idea what I was going to be good at. I had achieved a four-year degree, but I had not had a paying job in about 14 years at that point. Other than some photography jobs on the side and babysitting jobs. So my resume was not looking all that great at the moment. Through a few turn of events, I ended up actually working at a veterinary clinic. I had worked at a veterinary clinic when I was in high school for a couple years, so I was a little familiar with that world. But it had been about 20 years since that time. And this time, I was working at an ER animal clinic. A lot faster pace, a lot different kind of medicine. At first, I felt very overwhelmed. I was unsure if I was going to be able to learn how to do all this. One of the funny things is with everything that I had to learn and how overwhelming the job can be, I remember one of the 
weirdest things that had me overwhelmed is when you think about the pharmacy, you've got all these medications up on the shelves. And in a fast-paced environment, when you've got doctors hollering, hand me this medication, hand me that, in emergency situations, you have to be able to do things fast and locate things quickly. And I remember feeling so overwhelmed and thinking, I am never going to remember where all these medications are located in order to grab them in a timely manner. Crazy enough, I haven't worked at that clinic now for over a year. But I can tell you exactly where all those medications were sitting. So I did finally learn it. I learned the job very well. I got to work at this clinic for a little over four years, almost five years. I grew in my position. I was somewhat unofficially promoted to lead tech. I tend to naturally gravitate into those leadership roles when working with a team. And I enjoy that. I was able to learn new things very quickly. Met some amazing people. Again, having an amazing experience and learning so much about myself, about other people, and life in general. The last year that I got to work at the clinic, I was actually promoted to office manager. And while the practical side of running a clinic, paperwork, meetings, budgeting, that was all stuff that's not exactly my favorite thing, but it was a learnable skill and I was learning it. But the thing that came easier to me and that I did really well was leading that team. I absolutely fell in love with each and every one of them, even the difficult ones. And I wanted to see each and every one of them succeed and grow and become their best self. I worked very hard to figure out my place in helping to facilitate those opportunities for them. I wanted to see them grow not only into their best work self, but their best self in life. And I wanted to support them and encourage them. I learned through that year how much I absolutely loved coaching and leading a team and leading the people. Unfortunately, that particular clinic was closed down. After some very tearful gatherings to process bringing our time together as a team to a close, we've all moved on to other jobs and other things. We still stay in touch. And those, again, are friendships that I've made for life and lessons that I've learned that I will carry with me forever. But here I was again. I had literally immersed myself for those five years at that clinic so much that I thought it was what I was going to do until I retired. I saw myself not only in vet med, but with this team, this hospital, growing it into something amazing. In this case, it wasn't my choice to take the detour. This time the detour was forced on us. This time there were roadblock signs. And the detour was the only option. What was I going to do now? Another detour, another path that I had not planned for. I did everything right. I did everything to prepare for this specific path, only to have it be forced into a detour I was very unprepared for. This is where I was supposed to be going. Now what? And again, 
I tried to not let the thoughts creep in. Was the last five years wasted? I'm starting all over. And I tried to remind myself of a quote that I had heard or seen recently about starting all over being in an opportunity to learn something new. Tried to feel more positive about the situation, but I had to figure out what I was going to do. And at that time, I had also been seeing a life coach myself for about a year and had been talking to her about my love for leading the team and that I wanted to find a way to continue doing that. I love vet med. I love ER vet med. And I do still pick up shifts at a local clinic. But it was time for me to figure out how to pursue this new passion of leading people and coaching people and seeing them step into who they are meant to be. I do truly believe that each person is capable of creating greatness. Life is definitely hard and difficult, and it does not make it easy to step into greatness whatsoever. And we all need a little help sometimes. So anyway, after being laid off, I had a choice to make. Terrified and with no idea what this detour would involve, I signed up to get certified as a life coach. Q imposter syndrome. The thoughts started rolling in. Can I do this? What makes me qualified to do this? Who's going to care what I have to say? I'm not a great speaker. Can I really make a difference in the lives of others? But here's the thing. I didn't wait for the fears to pass. I did it scared. My life coach during this time had asked me what I thought set me apart from others that talk about dreams but never pursue them. And I told her, I can't speak for why others do not pursue their dreams. I don't know what's going through their mind and I don't know what they're facing. But for me, what's propelled me forward is the fear of waking up a year from now, five years from now, or 10 years from now, still the same and still dreaming about becoming something else was greater than the fear of failure or the fear of unknown. And the more that I moved forward, the more I felt confident in knowing I will make this happen. I still have no idea how I'm going to do that sometimes, but I'll figure it out. And all of these detours have led me to where I am now sitting here on my very first ever podcast episode talking to you and starting a life coach business. So when I was thinking about what I wanted to name my business, I was talking to a couple of good friends of mine. They were throwing out some business name options and I had briefly explained to them about how I felt the detours in my life are what has brought me to this place of starting this business. So I wanted the name to reflect that somehow. She threw out a few names and one of them had the word detour in it. And I was kind of intrigued by trying to incorporate the actual word detour, but I needed to make it feel positive. I mean, let's be honest. When you think about the word detour, usually, especially getting a sign, a detour sign when you're driving is a frustrating thing. You got to figure out where the detour's going. Follow the signs. It's going to take you longer to get to where you're going. But as a life coach, we want you to feel good. We want you to feel positive. So how can I 
make sure that I emphasize the positivity that can come from detours. Eventually, I came up with enlightened detours because I felt like that's kind of what has happened with all my detours. I've had enlightenment, insights, wisdoms, and things that I try to hang on to and carry with me to the next road or the next chapter, if you will. So that's how Enlightened Detours came about. And as far as the podcast, I wanted it to still, of course, align with the name Enlightened Detours, but have its own little name. So my idea for the podcast was to use these episodes to highlight the insights that I've learned traveling through my detours. I was all out of clever ideas, so I did incorporate an AI to help me come up with some names to choose from. I gave it my criteria, what I was looking for, what I wanted it to reflect. One of them One of the names that the AI came up with was Detour Insights. And when I read that, it was just like, bam, that's it. That's the name of my podcast right there. Because that's exactly what I hope to share on these episodes. Talking about insights in our detours. A lot of times it'll be talking about the insights of my own detours. Sometimes it may be insights brought up by clients while helping them process their detours. But at some point, and I'm not exactly sure where this podcast will take us and how it's going to all come about, but I would like to start including the audience and creating content for this podcast. So we'll figure out how to also, I hope, include your insights in some future podcasts. So that's basically what I want for the podcast, to discuss the insights that we gain whenever life throws us a detour and how we can use those to better ourselves better those around us, help improve self-development as we move forward in every chapter or every path we take in our lives. So that's kind of where my detours have been and how it's led me to where I'm at. I do want to take just a few moments and talk about life coaching and how I hope it can benefit you. So life coaching is kind of like having a GPS for your journey, especially when you hit a detour. I can help you navigate challenges, relationships, and personal development. Locally, I do meet with people in person, or I can meet via Zoom. I can do that for those that are not local as well. I take on -on one-on-one clients, and I also work with small teams. I do specialize in leadership skills and team building, but I also work with clients on just about any life topic. I may do an episode a little bit later where we can discuss a little more in depth what life coaching is, specifically how it works, Um, but you can also check on my website for more information, and there are also options on my website to reach out to me. So my website is going to be www.enlightenededetour.com, or you can email me at enlightenededetour at outlook.com. So again, that is enlighteneddetour.com or email at enlighteneddetour at outlook.com. Also on my website, if you take a look, there is a page called Snippets. So right now, for a limited time, you can sign up for a snippet session. These are going to be a one-time free 20-minute session discussing any topic of your choice, any one 
topic of your choice. I thought this would be a great opportunity for someone who is curious about life coaching, you've never experienced life coaching, or you're testing to see if maybe I'm the right coach for you. And this would be a great way for you to get a feel for that of whether life coaching is for you or whether I'm that person. So I just wanted to, again, thank you so much for spending your time with me. I don't take that lightly when you choose to share a part of your day to hear what I have to say. And I hope that through listening to my story and my detours, it encourages you to look for the insights and the enlightenment in your own detours. And in the future, I, um, I'm actually planning to put this episode out um, this coming Thursday, and that is what I'm hoping to be the schedule from then on. So you can look for new episodes every Thursday on my website, and as I grow and figure out this whole podcast thing, I'm still learning um, how to get it onto other um, avenues, uh, get it on Spotify and some other places, then I will let you know when you can find those things there. And I will also take the time here to announce anything new and exciting coming up. So I am actually planning to put out my first two episodes this coming Thursday, seeing as today's was more of a introduction into who I am and what has brought me to this place of doing this podcast and this business. I also would like to get out an actual episode talking about a topic. So I do hope to get that one recorded and both of these put out on this coming Thursday. And that will be, we are in September. So we are looking at, it will be the 14th. So September 14th is hopefully when this episode and the next episode will come out, both of them together. And then from then on, um, hope to get out one episode a week coming out on Thursdays. Thank you so much. Enjoy whatever day it is you're listening to this podcast. Enjoy your day. I hope it is beautiful where you are. And if you need me, I'll be right here. Mm -hmm.